One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know what your first language is. I don't know if you speak multiple languages, but I know there are definitely five languages you need to know when it comes to being in a relationship. And that is the five love languages. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, this episode is coming to the rescue today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. How are you? Happy Monday. In case you're new, we're a podcast based on three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I think the parent company that owns the movie Big Fish is probably sitting back wondering why streams are up like 400% right now. <laughs> um, I think every single one of you watched Big Fish over the weekend, like every last one of you. We were talking last week about how Big Fish was the only movie that makes me cry no matter how many times I watch it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I can cry at the end every time I cry. And I don't even know why I cry, but I just cry and I cry and I cry. Uh, and so I gave you guys homework. I said, listen, I want somebody to go watch big fish. And so we can talk about it. And a lot of you guys did this weekend. And I gotta say, I don't think one of you actually liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Except most of the feedback that we saw on the certified fans page was not a a positive experience with that movie. And I was kind of bummed about it, man. I was kind of disappointed. Mom, you, you did like it. You want to explain it to those that didn't watch it this weekend, what you thought about it? Yeah, so I thought it was a beautiful story about relationships, about families, about love and forgiveness and just, um, yeah, I just thought, I thought it was a beautiful, I thought it was beautiful. I loved it. Did you get emotional at the end? Oh yeah, I got emotional before the end. <laughs> and why? Why do you think it is? Why do you think it's such an emotional movie? I, I don't know why you and I find it emotional, but everybody else is like, I mean, it was okay. A lot of people like it was mm. weird. I couldn't really, I couldn't really follow it. You know, I, I'm just, and I feel bummed because I'm like, dang, I hate recommending a movie that nobody else liked but us. <laughs> well, I think part of it is that you know it, we relate to it with Jim, you know, because the dad is sick, and maybe um, yeah, yeah, and. You know, both the dad and the story and um, Jim are big storytellers, you know. They yeah. they make up – they don't make them up necessarily, but they make stories bigger than life sometimes. <laughs> a little embellishing at times. Yeah. Just what did I little... maybe, maybe I saw some of my own – yeah, maybe I saw some of my own mm-hmm. dad in that movie. Yeah, um, I think so. Because I don't know. I Every time. I swear to you, every time. I'll get emotional there towards the end. I always love it um, where there's been estrangement and then at the end there's, you know, love, love wins. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, and that, it's just, yeah, I loved it. I really did. I enjoyed it very much. Well, good. Well, if you wasted your $4 on your rental this weekend, sorry if you didn't like it. Uh, if you if you haven't seen it yet and you want to, uh, if you want to discuss Eight 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 Kramer eight. Go write it and you can call us and tell us what you think, or just go on the certified fans page and act like everybody else and be like, "I don't get it." <laughs> right. That's fine too, you know. Yeah. Um, two things I want to cover on today's show. Number one, I do know exactly what's happening with Miguel, 
and Holly, and I can't say anything. It's one of the hmm. questions I'm getting a ton on. There was actually a thread on the certified fans page, and I promise you, every uh, radio person I know hit me up this week. It's so funny how like you'll kind of go around the actual persons, you know, they're they're not going to be able to tell you, so you kind of like sneak around, you know, the next <laughs> the next layer yeah, of human right. beings. Um, right. Holly and Miguel ended their radio show on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't honestly know what was happening until the wedding. Uh, it's mm-hmm. everything's been kind of hush hush, and maybe it was the liquid encouragement. But they uh, they did divulge mm-hmm. what their their next plan was, and I know everyone was like, hey, "Talk about it on Monday." Talk about it. I you know I would love to. I'd love to tell you what's happening with them next, but I it's not my story. You know, mm-hmm. like as much as I know, like it's just it's not my story. So I wish mm-hmm. that I could tell you everything but i think shortly i would say shortly for those that, that don't know holly and miguel they're my first radio show partnership and they we all started in panama city florida and we went to um tampa and then we got blown out of tampa they went back to panama city i decided to wait it out and that's when i went to phoenix and um they um they went to uh, they went back to Tampa and they were there for they have a really successful radio show there for seven years and uh, they they ended it on Friday and so I can tell you it's all all good things all exciting things I know they're really excited about it so I will let them share the news with you as soon as possible because mm, I don't think so it's my it's place to really really say uh yeah yeah definitely definitely it's not like a me thing not like where they just got canned uh but (laughs) they left on their their own their own behalf there you go so their own terms their own terms yeah so that's a it's gonna be a really i think a really exciting thing for them so soon i'll share it as soon as they'll let me share it but (laughs) i just hate sharing other people's news you know what i mean as much as i'd love to come on here and just gossip about Mm -hmm. it but uh, it's not really my place uh, I wasn't going to talk about it today because I really don't want to talk about it, but I feel like I can't not talk about it because I feel like it's just, it's just literally just I sound like crap today. I had a really bad weekend. Um, really bad. One of, one of the worst weekends I've had in a while. I, um, For those who don't know, I have a chronic condition called hyperacusis, and it's a hearing disability of sense. Uh, it's actually a brain condition, but it's, it has to do with my ears. And it's think of it as like the opposite of going deaf. So there are certain, when the flares up, there are certain tones and pitches that, uh, and, and volumes that to you will sound completely normal, but to me are extremely painful and make my help, my whole ear like clamp up uh, on both sides. Almost like if you were to walk into a room with like blaring loud music uh, my body reacts to those sounds and those volumes that would be normal to all of us typically um, as the same sense if you were to walk in front of like a, you know, a jet engine or something where you would like instantly want to like cover your ears. Um, even though the sound's not that loud, my brain thinks it's that loud and kind of reacts accordingly. And I don't think I've had – have I had a flare-up since we started the podcast, Mom? I don't think I have. I don't think so. Um, I have little ones every now and then. And, and this this could still be little. I'm not sure. But um, I am not doing well. Honest to God, I'm not doing well. Um, 
so I I am not in great spirits. I I think there's a couple things going on today. So I was, I mean, the winter's catching up with me. You know, mm-hmm. this seasonal affect stuff is getting to me. I can tell because I'm, <laughs> I'm just feeling a little depressed, a little mopey. It's kind of hard to get out of bed. I don't really want to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, the tooth thing I told you about last week was I thought my cavity, I just pulled some of my cavity out, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I'm, that's probably still what it is, but this whole, that whole tooth is like aching now too. So now mm-hmm. I've got an achy tooth. I've got some w- my weird sound things going on and I've got my, um, I just feel kind of depressed. I'm not feeling great mm. today, man. Yeah, not feeling I'm great. Sorry. So it's a bummer and I hate it. Cause I just don't, I don't have the ear thing really, really doesn't do me well. Cause then my body's kind of on constant guard of sound. Mm-hmm. So my anxiety kind of goes up, my depression kind of goes up because it just kind of wears on you after a while, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It can last a day. It can last. I think the longest was like a year and a half, yeah. and there's no real way to tell what's going to happen with it next. So I don't mean to come in like Debbie Downer today. I actually wasn't going to talk about it today because I wanted to. I thought mm-hmm. I could maybe fake it through it, but it's going to talk mm-hmm. about it tomorrow because Monday's kind of a bummer day to hear. I mean, I, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to wake up in a good mood and start my day in a good mood, my week in a good mood, but. Uh, yeah. I'm and just if, not you, feeling if your today. energy's low, you need to share that. Yeah. And I'll be careful not to laugh as much today. Because that's probably <laughs> my mom's really like, call, like hacking up a lung over here before we start. I'm like, Mom, can you cough? <laughs> can you cough oh, away no. from the microphone, please? Oh, uh, uh, no. I'm so that'd be, sorry. That'd be more helpful. Well, uh, but I'll be, I mean, I, here's the good thing is I've, I've dealt with this now for almost nine years. And Every time it's at least gotten, you know, back to a somewhat more normal state. So, mm-hmm. um, and this was, you know, the first time I ever had it, it happened with, and it's a very, it's a very rare condition. I doubt, you know, anybody else that has it. I just happen to be the lucky one. Mm-hmm. I was actually re- researching a little bit this weekend about it. it's one in 50,000 people. So it's not super rare, but like mm-hmm. still, uh, probably don't know anybody else. It's hyperacusis is what it's called. Hyperacusis. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just really weighs on my life. Um, well, it took you. It took you a long time to get that diagnosed, too. Yeah, because not a lot of not a lot of ear doctors know what's happening. So I was kind of running around. This is when I lived mm. in Phoenix, and the first time I ever, uh, I guess, dealt with it was I was thirty, so eight eight and a half years ago, and I went to get a steroid shot for my allergies. Well, my allergies were really bad, mm-hmm. and my brother was coming to town and I tried like different pills and it just wasn't working. I was trying to get my, you know, my temporary shots, you know, or not my temporary, my shots, but those, you know, like this allergy, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you go and get allergy shots every month or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to like catch back up on those. Cause did you, did you know this? I don't know if you know this or not. Every time you move, you have to go get all the new allergy shots. Oh, it's not the same. So like I was going in Tampa mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense, shots. though, because there are different things growing. Right. So yeah. Hmm. And if, so basically, if you can't do allergy shots over two years, like it's not going to do you any good. So I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. So mm-hmm. then I started doing them in Phoenix, and then I was I was probably a couple of weeks in. I told my doctor, I was like, "Hey, listen, like I'm really my allergies are really bad. Is there anything you could give me like right now to like make me feel better? You know, and kind of like because my brother will be here tomorrow or whatever." He's like, well, I can give you the steroid shot and we see how that does. And then, so I took it. And then two days later, I woke up and my ears were like burning. 
I mean, it was bad. And I had really, it's almost honest to God, the same side effect as the Molly. Um, mm. I had, I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep well for a couple of I me. Mean, I, I had, I remember I had it really, honest to God, it was, it was almost about the same side effects mm-hmm. as the Molly. Um, mm-hmm. cause in case you don't know, and for those that don't know, I've shared this in an earlier podcast when a couple of months after I got divorced, I tried Molly for the first time and it really just tanked me. Um, and so I had wake up with really bad diarrhea. Uh, I could, like, I, everything for like weeks. It was like that. I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep for probably a week or two. My anxiety was really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Anything that messes with my serotonin system mm-hmm. really jacks it up. So yeah. When I was going to my naturopathic doctor in San Diego, she was like, you have your testosterone is like a, a, a little on the low side. Let's just add some supplements just to like boost it. And I'm like, okay. So I, I've been, to, I was taking like a supplement for maybe a year and a half, two years and mm-hmm. Amazon happened to be out of it. And so I was like, well, let me see if I can find something else that's, you know, comparable to it. And I picked something new that I thought looked like it was going to be comparable to it. But, uh, Something obviously something's different. So it's uh I don't know. I don't know. Usually when now. I ingest it. You mean what do you now? Mean? You're taking it now, not back well, then. Well, I, I took it I took it well the first day I took it and the next day I woke up, my ears were hurting. And I was like, mm-hmm. Well, let me just see. Maybe I can let me try one more day and see what happens. And mm-hmm. then it get really bad. And I was like, oh, that was not a smart decision. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the, the new one didn't, didn't sit well with me. So I don't know. That's, that's the latest. I'm not going to let it try to slow us down too much, but I'm just having a hard time after this long weekend of kind of feeling depressed, hopping back into today's show. I'm being honest with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I'll try to keep that. my laughter down today. <laughs> No, you can laugh. Somebody's got to. I don't want this show to be too boring. <laughs> I'll tell you a, a feel-good story to be a counteract that one. It's a cool radio story because I know I poo-poo mm. on radio a lot because it can be kind of a crappy business um, from time to time. But there is a really cool radio story out of Milwaukee. There's a police officer that was shot last week. Um, it was on the 27th, actually. And his name was Herbert Davis III, and he was actually just going – to do a welfare shot uh, check and he got shot multiple times. Right. That's like, mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear the story, mom? I think I did. Yeah. So he wasn't really injured that bad. He did spend the night in the hospital, but he was released the next day. And mm-hmm. so the, his whole community came together and they set up this crowdfund to help him like recover both mentally and physically from that. Cause obviously the mental thing kind of, can't imagine just walking up for a welfare check, mm. you know, not really expecting oh. to be in a line of danger, but oh yeah, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh. Uh, so there is a radio, an AM radio station in Milwaukee is WTMJ <laughs> and the parent company is called good karma brands. Oh. They heard about this and they had the officer come to the radio station and actually maybe, I think he just called in and uh, the vice president of the station actually surprised him with two tickets to the Super Bowl. Wow. So, yeah. They gave him that. They gave him a pair of plane tickets, a couple thousand dollars in spending money, and picked up a hotel room as well for him. So, I thought that was a really – that was a feel-good story to kind of counteract Mm. our not-so-great news today. You're not kidding. uh, Yeah. People coming together and doing good things. That's Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's that's why I don't give up on radio. Mm. Um, I really – 
I love, listen, what I, what we have here is like a tight niche community, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a niche. Like Mm -hmm. we got a couple thousand people that listen to this podcast Mm -hmm. and it's super intimate and it's fun and we can do whatever we want. And we're all kind of like-minded people. If you're sticking this out through almost, you know, getting close to 500 episodes now, Mm -hmm. then I'm assuming that we are, we're all kind of on the same page, at least Mm -hmm. most of the time. Right. Right. So it's a cool, it's a cool community. Radio is different because obviously you're just kind of a flamethrower and there's a lot of people listening. You know, this station here, I think we have about 800,000 people that listen to it. Mm -hmm. And, but it's nowhere near as intimate. What I do like about radio is because you can get to a lot of people really fast. Yeah. And so I don't really know what, yeah, I don't really know Mm -hmm. what it took to get them to be able to, to put all that together. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not quite sure what, uh, what they were able to, uh, like who, who was able to get the tickets and I'm, cause I'm sure that wasn't cheap or what their connection was not even easy to get. I mean, even if it's not cheap, it's not easy to find them, yeah, you know? Right. So, yeah. but when you, when you start to get like a flamethrower of a station mm-hmm. and you know, somebody that knows somebody, Hey, can you help with mm-hmm. this? Hey, can you help with this? Well, you know, we'll help you with this. And the whole community is involved. Right. That I'll always love that about radio. That's one thing I'll never be able to get over is just that yes. immediacy and that com- where our community is just us, right? But like when we're when I'm here, mm-hmm. when I'm in Phoenix or San Diego or Tampa, uh, Panama City, Savannah, mm-hmm. you, it's like it's neighbor looking after neighbor. And we were mm-hmm. able to do I, I've been able to do so many cool things because of that, you know. So yes, that's why it's been a real blessing. Yes, I'll never absolutely. be able to really get over doing radio because I really do love it mm-hmm. in that sense. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was a kind of a good way to counteract our not so great news for uh, for a yeah. Monday. I love what that. What do you think about story. that, Mom? You like that? I love that. And, you know, and I yeah. think I think all media has a purpose. I mean, of course, that's terrific when you're in your own community and you can reach out to those in your community and share in that. But it's also great that we have this little podcast that. We all feel connected just out of our, just our humanity and our love yeah. for one another. Absolutely. Know? It's kind of cool because we kind of linked, unlike, we don't really have a topic per se, you know, that people no. come to it for, but no. just because I've <laughs> changed jobs a lot of times, um, <laughs> you know, we've been able to put together our own little community here. That has nothing to do with, it. you know, people, you're meeting people here and listening to people's stories here that if you lived in San Diego, you may, you wouldn't have known from Phoenix or Tampa well, that's or right. Baltimore, or, you know, yeah, wherever. So we're, and we're all sharing our stories and our lives together, and it's really a beautiful thing. My my chaotic life has has paid off <laughs> in one sense. Yes, to bring you this podcast. So in a lot of ways, honey. I'll give you a Maryland Monday. Uh, this is when I say, listen, unless you live here. I guarantee you, you know nothing about Maryland because I didn't. I, I, I still am. I can pick that on the map now, but I couldn't. I remember when I, <laughs> when Tom, my boss, reached out for this job. He was like, uh, actually, he didn't tell me where it was. He asked me if I was available and uh, if I wanted to talk. And I just went to his Facebook. He Facebooked me and it said Baltimore. I said, Baltimore? The hell's, I mean, I heard of it, but where the hell is that city? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Maryland? Where the hell's Maryland? And I'm like, oh, it's near DC. Okay, cool. Got it. Uh, so I every Monday I bring you one little fun fact that we can learn together about about Maryland. Call it Maryland Monday. 
um, Baltimore received the very first long distance telegram. Oh, very first Samuel B. Morris had to demonstrate how the telegraph worked to the members of Congress in DC. So he chose to send a 19 letter telegram to his assistant in Baltimore. Wow. Message, which read, he read this. It just said, what hath God wrought, uh, wrought, wrought, what had got wrought, what hath God wrought? Uh huh. And it was a first ever long distance telegram. The, uh, mm-hmm. It was transmitted the distance of over 40 miles, <laughs> which seems crazy <laughs> now, right? Yes, considering we can go around the world in a second. I know, but it was <laughs> it was considered the beginning of a new era of communication technology. Hmm. So that yeah. was like the very first that time that people were like, deal. wait a minute, we can actually send messages <laughs> electronically in a sense, you know. Uh-huh. I'm not yeah. sure what year that was. Did I say what year it was? I don't know what year uh-huh. it was, but anyway, it happened right here. It went from D.C. up to Baltimore, so it was received in Baltimore <laughs> from Congress. I think that's a cool story. And it's a cool story. All right, mom. And the you world give us our- was forever changed. Forever changed. Mm-hmm. All right, quote of the day. It's from Tracy Ellis Ross, whom some of you may know from Blackish. She's a terrific actress. I need to see my own beauty and to continue to be reminded that I am enough, that I am worthy of love without effort, that I am beautiful that the texture of my hair and that the shape of my curves, the size of my lips, the color of my skin, and the feelings that I have are all worthy and okay. Yeah. I love that. I mean, we just all need to remember that we are all very special in our own very unique way and to love ourselves for who and what we are. I speaking of Miguel, I'll tell you a story that I'm not really proud of, but I think it just goes to show how when you're a white person, you kind of forget, or maybe you just don't realize because you're just in your little white bubble. I used to be one of those people that was like, I don't understand why we need Miss Black America, right? I don't know why we need BET. Why why black uh-huh. entertainment? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like Y'all want equality, like don't y'all just want to be on ABC? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is back in the day when like every freaking show was white people, and mm-hmm. not every show, but it was. I mean, every Mostly. commercial was white people. But yeah, I mean, they had you know. I think it started getting better. You had the Cosby Show, which you know that was kind of mm-hmm. crazy looking back on now, knowing him. <laughs> um, you know, you had. Let me think. What else did you have? Um, I just watched – I finished up the Janet Jackson documentary over the weekend. Oh, how was that? It's good. It's not great, but it's good. It's just interesting. Her life's just pretty – it's – so much chaos has happened in her life. And oh, had yeah. And her nothing family. Nothing to do with her or her actions, you know? Like it was uh-huh. always around her. There was always some kind of – between the Super Bowl, her brother, there was always uh-huh. just something going on. And she still was able to be so successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was she – was she on different strokes? I don't remember, but there's you know, there's there definitely a couple black centric television shows, but mm-hmm. most of it, or like I can't even think of a Hispanic one though. Can you like like a, a Mexican or Hispanic one? I can't think of one no. that was like central, like centrically based. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting one. I know the George Lopez show eventually came on, but that was a little bit later. 
Um, but, there, but my point is there wasn't a lot of representation of anybody but white people on television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I see why, you know, with my buddy Miguel, who is black, in case you don't know Miguel, um, he had to really teach me that, that like, hey, like this is – how do you think that makes makes you feel, you mm-hmm. know, when you're a person of color mm-hmm. and you turn on the TV? And you see no one like you. And you see no one like you. Yeah. And all you see is these white families living these great lives. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone, maybe there's like the black character that comes in and says something funny or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. happens Where's to be the, the maid. The, yeah. Right. <laughs> or subservient yeah. in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing some kind yeah. of like accessory role, but never like a lead. Very rarely, you know, was it a mm-hmm. lead? And think about any show that you used to watch back in the day. If you're close to 40 like me, I mean, Mm-hmm. I think it started to get better. Now it's now it's way better. I was thinking when oh, I um, so good. What was I watching the other day? And it almost seemed like they were almost overly cautious to include every single person and every single. I mean, it's almost like they want to make sure nothing got by without getting every sexuality, every color, every uh-huh. gender, every everything uh, in there. Yeah. And w- sometimes I think Hollywood does that to be a little gratuitous uh uh-huh. or i don't know a little too too much but i think i'd rather be too much than not enough mm-hmm. so then when i hear that quote i can't mm-hmm. imagine like growing mm-hmm. up as not white right exactly and like That's only that- seeing like like beauty was defined even like let's talk about any kind of like commercials oh yeah Mm-mm. you know yeah, like, it didn't happen. All beauty commercials were all white people, white hair, you know, white skin. Yeah. You didn't see Latin. You didn't see black. Mm-mm. You didn't see Asian. You just saw white women. You Miss know, America can, every year was white, you know, like it's just beauty was white. Right. Exactly. Everything was white. What do you mean? Yeah. Everything was white. I know. I can remember being in Mississippi. I don't remember how old I was now, but I was a young girl. And we spent every summer in Mississippi with my grandparents. Yeah. And I'm sure they were racist, even though they really didn't talk about it around us. Right. Um, But I'm sure just the fact that I was a young girl in the 1950s and I was in Mississippi, I'm sure my grandparents were racist. Yeah. And I remember the first time... There was a black news broadcaster on TV and that my grandfather told us to all come to the TV screen to watch this. <laughs> and I'll, I remember we all just sat there. My cousins and I are all real young. We're like, okay, whatever. You know, my grand, my grandparents didn't make any comment whatsoever in our yeah. presence, but yeah. You know, that was a big deal. It I'm was sure. Big it, it, isn't that crazy that it was deal. a big deal? You know? Yes. That we but to all me, that almost, that almost seems crazy to like. Because now we're, <laughs> we're doing, again, we're nowhere near perfect, right? But <laughs> no. We have really made some progress. We have. Really made Not some nice progress. as much as I wish we had. But, no. you know, when you look at the big picture, and we still have a long but way when, to go. But it's like when you think about that, though, right? Way. Like mm-hmm. when we say things like that, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah. I think that 
uh, I think when you hear that, you're like, okay, so maybe we're we're making we're making strides. And again, it's not oh, perfect, yeah. but I think at least the representation is starting to show up in the media, and people who are mm-hmm. of color are able to see themselves in leading roles. In you know, we've got the superhero now, or we got you know superheroes of all colors and genders now. Yeah. Um, we've got well, my I mean, father, you know, was raised in Cumming, Georgia. Yeah. And and we would go there. And I mean, you oh no, black people were not allowed. I mean, no, they I mean, they would be lynched. I mean, it was terrible. Wow. And that wasn't and that course, long ago. No. And as a child, I didn't realize that, right? I really didn't sure. realize that. That's until crazy to me. I learned about it later. Um, but yeah, oh yeah. And that hasn't been that long ago. Yeah, I know. Um, for, fortunately that has changed, but it's still it's still pretty white. I know. But um, you know we're getting there, and I, I think it progress. is important. I think it is important, especially for younger, the younger generation, yes. kids, even like Disney characters. We, we've almost got a Disney character for every every color too. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think that's important. I think it's important that they're coming up in a time where it it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of different people with yes. a lot of different colors and genders and everything mm. else to see. So yeah, anyway. it'll change with this next generation. It's just going to take a while. Yep. For sure. But we're on the way. We're on yep. the way. I firmly believe we're on the way. All right. Leah's up in a couple of minutes before uh, we're, we're getting really close to Valentine's day. Now let's talk about you. Perfect gift for your man. And that is <laughs> manscaped. Manscaped. I'm try not to laugh too loud. No, you can laugh. My headphones are down low. Um, okay. So Valentine's Day. There's 4 million men worldwide right now that trust their genitals to Manscaped. It is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. we got an exclusive offer for you. It's 20% off plus free shipping from Manscaped.com. Uh, listen, I don't know what you're planning on doing Valentine's Day night, but that's uh, a one night of intimacy for a lot of people. And if it sounds like that might be heading your way, you got to make sure everything's good to go. Yeah. So – the Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped. It's got an electric trimmer called the lawnmower in there. It's got an ear and hair, uh, ear and nose hair trimmer called the Weed Whacker. It's got a ball deodorant. It's got a um, ball toner. It's also got some boxers in there, and it comes in a nice little travel bag. And that, I mean, like, what else? What, what, what do you give guys? I'm like, what are you going to give dad for Valentine's Day? What do you even get guys for Valentine's Day typically? You know, I don't uh, even know a good gift. I always gift. get him some healthy chocolate. That's good. <laughs> guys are hard to buy for for Valentine's Day. They're very hard. So think about picking up the Manscaped Performance Fact Package 4.0. And I promise it'll pay off for both of you. It'll be a good one. It will. So, Make it a really special Valentine's Day. Yep. Manscaped. <laughs> dot com that's manscaped m-a-n-s-c-a-p-e-d dot com yes you guys need to pamper yourselves you need to learn to take good care of yourselves that's not just for women it's like a spa day for your genitals take care of all your body parts yep absolutely (laughs) so go go check it out for manscaped also today on the podcast is our friends from better help better help is asking questions like, what's interfering with your happiness right now? Maybe there's something that's, you know, helping you or preventing you, not helping you, but preventing you from, you know, achieving your goals. And that thing that's probably preventing you is, is like your thoughts. And the same thing that's interfering with your happiness, your thoughts. Sometimes you got to go through some of this process with an external source. 
to get it out of your system, to have somebody kind of talk you through some of these crazy things that are going through your head right now, you know? Um, I, to be completely transparent with you, I um, had a really rough incident last week happen where um, someone in my life started saying he was going to kill himself and oh. talking about how, you know, he, he wanted the number of the suicide prevention hotline. It was just a, it was kind of a sad, it was sad. I don't, I don't want to get too much into it, but oh. it was, I mean, but the thing with better help is like, we want to, we want to prevent people from, from getting there. And I'm, listen, I'm not even saying better help has to be your right answer. I think it's a great way of doing therapy, but I'm hoping that hoping you never have to get to a point where you're, there's so many tools out there when you get to that that point, but I just hope you never have to. Mm-hmm. It's a really scary mm-hmm. place to be. I can tell you it's not a fun place it to is. be. It so is. I hope that like you'll add this tool to your tool belt mm-hmm. and you're dealing with things like stress and anxiety and depression and anger and family conflicts, LGBT matters they deal with over there. They have somebody specifically tuned into whatever you're going through. So start living a happier life today and you can go um, – by the way, he's doing he's doing better now. He just needs somebody oh, to talk great. to. But that's oh god, that is um, mm. you know, you may not have somebody to talk to or feel comfortable talking to, and that's better help right. can be a good asset, you know, for you to for you to have. So just I don't know, mm-hmm. little little life little life story there to kind of help us remember. There's always help. Always yeah. reach out. There is always help. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right. Leah and Mental Health Monday in just a couple seconds. Before we do, let's say hi to certified fans. Yay. How are we? Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. And actually, we, we, we are – February is a good month for certified fans. Mm. You guys are coming through. We're, we're feeling the love on Valentine's Day month, you know? <laughs> um, certified fans are people that can donate a couple bucks a month. And uh, when you do, when, uh, it's $5 a month. And by the way, I'm going to remind you a couple more times. In March, it's going to go up to $6 because we got a new project launching. And I'm going to need a few extra bucks to pull it off. So I'm going to try to source it from you if you don't mind throwing it. And by the way, if you're already a certified fan, you will not – you will not be charged that extra um, dollar. So anybody that gets in before the first will not be charged the extra dollar. So whatever you get come in as what you'll stay at, as long as you're a certified fan, you'll never lose that dollar amount. Um, but when you uh, when you join, so if it supports the podcast, you get a bunch of perks back on the mm-hmm. other side too. Discounts in the merch store, mm-hmm. um, the exclusive right, fan, page. fan page, yeah, yeah. So uh, exclusive content and stuff like that. Uh, so. We got a brand new person that we want to salute today. And oh, that's mm. one thing too. When you join, you get a whole episode dedicated to you. So we get we celebrate you on the podcast. So we really appreciate we you, um, you being a part of this. And we just wanna we just wanna, you know, just say thank you. And mm-hmm. since you're kind of building this podcast, you get a whole episode dedicated to you. Uh, Kimberly W is our newest certified fan. Okay. Kimberly is from Ramona, California, Ramona. and she just joined on the 3rd, so that would have been Friday, or is that Thursday of last week? It was Thursday, Okay, uh, but she joined after we had recorded Friday's episode. So this episode is dedicated to her. Kimberly W. is our nearest certified fan, and to you, this is your welcome whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Kimberly W., and her number is? She is number... 416. Yeah. 
That's awesome, Kimberly. We're so Certified happy to have you. Four sixteen. Yeah, so happy to have you. Mm-hmm. So, um, to you, Kimberly, thank you so much. We just appreciate you supporting us. And if you want to join us as well and show us the love on Valentine's Day month, then just text the word "fans" F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. Text the word "fans" to eight 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 Kramer eight. And also, I'm going to remind you. This is going to be the one week, the full week that I actually. I'm only going to remind you to the tenth. To vote for uh, our podcast in sort of, I'm sorry, in um, podcast magazine. We are possibly, if, if we get number one for March, if we get the number one podcast for March again, okay, so we, we were number one for January, we were number one for February. I think if we get number one for March, we, we got to go, we got to go for the whole entire year. Oh, my. A lot. Wow. It's asking a lot. But so yeah. let's see how we do. If you don't mind texting the word fans, F-A-N-S to eight. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Vote. Sorry. Text the word <laughs> vote, V-O-T-E. There it is. To 888-Kramer8. If you text vote to 888-Kramer8, I will shoot you back a link. And our buddy Dante has it to wear now. And I'm going to give you two things, two tips uh, of advice that not only we learn from Dante – but also on top of that, um, who was it that told us about the? It was Donald. Donald gave us another voting hack. So yes. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you two voting hacks. Okay, actually, and then somebody else brought up a third one. I'm going to give you three voting hacks. Okay, mm-hmm. number one, with the link that Dante sends me, it just takes one click, and it's going to fill in. Because usually you have to like type in what podcast podcast you want to listen you listen to. Blah blah. blah. We already mm-hmm. have. Voted for our you know, up there for Kramer and Jess Uncensored. It's got Certified Mama's Boy and The Upside. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to change one of those, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's already in there for you because it makes it a lot easier. You just found have to out this your, week, you have to add your name and your email. That's all. But then I found out this weekend, I don't know if this is going to count against our votes. So mm. use it sparingly. Mm. But somebody this weekend, I forget who it was now, I'm so sorry, um, said that if you don't put your email address in and your name, but you just mm-hmm. click already subscribed, uh-huh. then it won't even ask you for your, it won't even, it'll still let you vote. Really? Now, again, I don't know if that's going to like count as a, a vote without it, but oh. hmm. that's a little pro tip, at least right now, that is making voting hmm. a little bit easier. Now, here's pro tip number three is that Donald taught us over the weekend, too. Our buddy Donald taught us that. Because it checks your IP address. And I thought, and I guess there, I was kind of right, Donald, right? Um, I thought it was per device. But what it is, is it's per internet connection. Right. So if you vote from your phone and you're on Wi-Fi and then you turn your Wi-Fi off and click the link again, you can vote mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say that you go to work and you log into a Wi-Fi there. That also will count as another vote. So anytime, no matter it's, it's per internet connection, yeah, not per device and it's per day. So Donald brought that up. If you want to try to get two votes in, then vote for us once, change your, your connection, turn off your Wi-Fi or turn it on from your phone and then do it again. If you don't mind, that's two votes, you know, we just doubled our votes. Mm-hmm. So just text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Other than that, we've made it super simple. Thank you to everyone who's kind of helped us hack into the system of, uh, <laughs> of voting, you know, cause it does make it a lot easier. And, and I think also makes us more successful because we, 
Man, if we go for all year, it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Oh, um, my. Oof, the year of being the number one podcast. It'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't know if we can do it, but maybe we'll try. If, if we get three <laughs> months in a row, I say we go for it. Um, okay. All right. Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love okay, you. Okay, honey. I love you forever. All right. Time for Mental Health Monday with my therapist friend, Leah. Leah is a therapist, which is why she's my therapist friend. And we just talk about all things that you may have to do with mental health, may have to do with relationships. And then you might go to a therapist for we cover it here to hopefully and better our lives here on a monday it's brought to you by done which is the most affordable and efficient way for you to do get help managing your adhd from the comfort of your home so every week in february we're going to talk about the couples it's gonna be love month on the show um because we, we well we talk a about sound effect in that's like love <laughs> you know what I mean? It's time for love. Yeah, something like that. Well, we talk a lot about dating. We talk a lot about trauma. We, we, this mid-off Monday is kind of all over the place. But I thought for February, we talk about you f- people that are in happy, committed relationships or unhappy, committed relationships, but committed <laughs> relationships nonetheless. Yes. And uh, you can take advice from two single people that mm-hmm. uh, can't quite get it together. This should be great. What can go wrong? You know? <laughs> um, Leah, I we, I think we singleness outs, though. Well, are you? We'll see. Okay. This 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 is recorded a month ago, so I'm not quite sure. We'll, we'll check in next week and see uh, how we're feeling. Okay. okay. Um. So we thought we'd start with the love languages, and that's mm-hmm. something that I didn't even know what it was till a couple of years ago. And I think it was actually my ex co-host that brought it to my attention for the first time. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of pick your brain on it. Cause you obviously deal with a lot of relationship stuff. And as yeah. we'll be talking about things that like kind of strengthen couples over the next couple of weeks, like starting with love languages and your, your thoughts on them in general. Like, do you, do you think it's, it's something good because I've, I've introduced it to a lot of people and uh-huh. some people like it and some people think it's nonsense. And in case you don't, do you kind of want to run down the theory behind the yeah. five love languages in case you've so never read the book, a book or heard of it? There's a, yeah, there's a book on it and it really, it, in, uh, I, I haven't actually read the book. I've done the quizzes and I've like talked to like other therapists about it. So I know the general By the idea way, of- on the book, the book, honestly, like it, the first chapter pretty much explains what you read everywhere. And then like the next 11 chapters are just, it, it's the same thing over and over again. So if you've never read the book, don't feel like you have to run out and get it, but no, no. And there are other books I'd recommend to like learn about yourself and relationships. Um, but I can't say over this one cause I obviously haven't read it, but so the love language <laughs> is this idea that we all have preferences for how we like to receive love. Um, like what, actions or behaviors we need to feel loved and secure in a relationship. So there are five different love languages and I was was trying to Google because I'm like, I always get them wrong. So the first one is um, physical touch. Yeah. So it's like, like affection, right? Well, let's hold on. So physical touch, words of affirmation, um, acts of service. What's the other one? Uh, Gift giving. Mm Mm-hmm. And touch quality time. Quality time. So based on – you take a quiz and this book breaks down the different types of love languages. And so many people have preferences of how they like to 
be shown that they are loved by their partner. And this also, I think, trickles into other relationships, like family relationships and friendships. So sure. I think it's possible that too. But um, so really you take this quiz and you usually see like which one is like your top love language or, or preference. And um, mine, even before I even took the quiz, I knew it was a words of affirmation. And that's the idea of like validating your partner or saying like compliments and, and not like even just like it's just the idea of like using words to express how you're feeling about someone mm-hmm. um, right. and little things like it, it doesn't have to be like, I love you, but it's like, I, you look nice today. Or like um, even like I care about you or like, how was your day today? Even like, cause it shows that you're interested and invested and care. Um, so the idea of this book is you take these tests and you familiarize yourself with your love languages and it helps couples understand one another a little bit better. So then you can both, communicate your love in a way that's re- that will be received, I guess. Right. Sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I, I've, I've done it. I, I have the same way. I'm, I'm words of affirmation. If you listen to this podcast, I'm sure it's quite clear of where that even came from. <laughs> um, <laughs> even one episode, this is your first episode ever. I'm sure by now, you know, uh, and, and that's what they say is usually it, it comes from your parents and look yeah. at me being a therapist over here, but it comes yeah. from like the way that you were loved. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I, I really, uh, I didn't realize this about myself, but so my ex-wife, which now in hindsight, I learned this too late, uh, but she was acts of service and we would always be on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. And we could not understand the other person because for example, she's acts of service, right? She, she didn't, didn't work most of the time. So she'd come home and like, the house would be cleaned and like, you know, whatever the meal was made and whatever. <laughs> and, but then I'd be like, I, I just, I didn't feel love from her because I didn't get the words. And that just wasn't the yeah. way that her family did it. Like her family yeah. wasn't, you know, super, yeah. Super lovey dovey words. Um, where, you know, obviously from what you know, this podcast is exactly what my family was. My mom was, you know, it was just, Tell me how much mm-hmm. you love me. I need to hear it from your mouth. I need to know. And it works in the opposite way too. Like words t- can, can hurt you too. Like whatever your love language yeah. is can also work in the complete opposite for you as well. So yeah. if she would say something that was a little negative, it might hurt me even worse Yeah, because I am words of affirmation. So like just right. also know your love language can kind of be used against you as well, more so well, than it may. Do you think it's used against you or if like the person really isn't cognizant of what you need or how you understand one another, then they could, I mean, they could intentionally be manipulative and, and rude and harm, like, I guess be harmful with words. If that intentionally, I guess is what I'm saying. But do you, th- I, I think it's not so much used against you as it's, they're not aware of what you need. Right. So then they, sure. Well, right? but, but example, like, like words to me hurt more so than other people. Like when people say things about me, like it affects me a lot more than it does affect other people that I've just noticed in my group that aren't words of affirmation. Yeah. So for example, let's take my, let's take my, my ex-wife. And this is just what I had to observe now in hindsight was like, she come home, let's just say, which from spending my money, I'm sure. And because um, <laughs> I was like, why would she be gone? Um, but let's just say she did come home from somewhere. And, you know, 
I'd be like, oh my God, you look, you know, uh, you look great today. I love you so much. Or I'd write her a card or send her a nice text or something, you know, like loving yeah. her the way I knew how to love her. But if I didn't yeah. have the laundry done, it would be like all hell would break loose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, why would, why would you, what are you doing all day? Like, you know, like, like that where to me, it wouldn't like, it doesn't affect me the same way when she would do acts of service. It was just like, okay, cool. Like, that's awesome. Thanks for getting it done. Like, you know, high five, yeah. bro. Yeah. Versus her, it, just, it it was like so much more damning if I didn't do an act of service than yeah. it would be for me because I didn't understand the idea, you know, of the love language. So totally. I do yeah. think it's really important and it can actually work against you. Maybe, maybe is that a better way of putting it? Like it can work against you versus like well, use it against it, someone. I feel like it, it can it, it can almost act against your relationship if you're not cognizant. Right of what that person's love language is. You know, and I, I think it does come from, it's funny because I think it does come from how you're raised and I also come, it comes from, I feel like things you wish you had so it can go either way because I know people who really appreciate words of affirmation because they didn't get it. My family was similar to you and sim still similar, like so validating and supportive through words and like, I love you and expressive and everyone's like, even if, you know, we're angry at each other, okay, love you, bye. Like, it's just very, like, that's my family. And so uh, that's what I'm used to. But I also know I've, I've had clients and friends that have, like, not really had that words of affirmation in their family. Just their families weren't, like, loving in, in that way. It was more, like, through, yeah, like, acts of service or um, quality time. So they just didn't ever feel, like, the, the need to express how they felt. So then right. they, like, they, like, really desire it from their partner because they feel like they didn't mm. get it. So I feel like it's – interesting. And it's, and sometimes like they don't even know how to give it, but they want it. So it's, I really think it could play either way into like to how someone's childhood experiences or what they witnessed between their parents or caregivers growing up could sure. lead to their understanding. So yeah, I, and I think the takeaway here is that it's important to be on the same page about it or, and not same page, meaning you have to have the same ones, but aware of the other person and what they need. And if you know, okay, I don't give affirmations very often. I'm just not used to it. It's not how I how I navigate the world or relationships in general. So I need to be more intentional with my words, with my partner, if that's something sure. they are really needing. Same thing for you. So say you're like, okay, acts of service was really important. So like asking, like, is there anything you need for me? Like while I'm out at the grocery store, like, sure. you know, like you know, they can take care of while you're out of town, like stuff like that is, and it, those are things maybe that a lot of people, like, I don't really think about that so much uh, myself. It's just, um, I guess because we're also really communicative. So it's like, can you do this? Can you do that? And it sure. wasn't like expected, but other people might feel like that's an absolute known thing between partners. You should know what you need to do to like be part, like, you know, to put, contribute. Well, yeah, to, like, because it's all they know. If you're not aware right. of it, then you're like, what the hell? Like, why would he not right. ask you if I need something from the store or what a jerk versus right. that's right. just would not even be in my spectrum. I would be like, I just got to go to the store and get the stuff. Like, that's it, you know? I will say this though, that one thing that was super helpful and it was just too late, unfortunately, uh, was that, so the book five level, I, I, I highly recommend it because it really does like, it is really important. I, do you, do you agree with that? Leah, would you like on a one to 10 scale, how important you think it is to understand the person's love language? One to 10. Yeah. 10 being the most. That's 10. <laughs> wow. A 10. Um, but anyway. I think, I think it is a 10. I think though people, I think in general have a really hard time with communicating. So it's like, it's, I think it's like communicating even like, this is what I need or like, 
what do you think you prefer or want to right. take this test? And even like knowing your own love language. I think that was a big yeah. thing for me was even not just learning your partners, but learning your own. Yeah. And but obviously knowing, people. knowing how your partner operates is also super important. But I will say that, uh, so Gary Chapman is the, the writer, author of the book and you can, I mean, it's not a bad read. I feel like it was kind of repetitive after a while, but I will say he does have a, a newsletter that he puts out Ooh. every week or so. And every week, it's like five, it's got every love language and like something that you can do for that specific love language. So mm. it kind of gives you an idea of if you're like, because for me, access service is just like doing the things you're supposed to do. Like, right. it doesn't mean anything to me. So like to learn like the ideas behind every week kind of gave me an idea of hey, here's something you can do to, for someone that is access service or is gifts or is quality time. Uh, yeah. It's not necessarily your own love language because I, I would say probably, would you agree with me, Leah, that it's probably easier to be in a relationship with someone that is your exact same love language. Would you think that's fair because it's just the way you operate? Yeah, probably. But I feel like generally that doesn't happen a lot, which is like really interesting actually that people are right. generally attracted to people with different preferences. And I, I wonder if that has to do with like, you know, like complimentary personalities, like maybe like someone does more like of the late, you know, acts of service or into like, you know, those like, laborist tasks and other people right. are going to like handling like coordinating family events and talk, you know, I don't know. It's very interesting because I've, I've, I've rarely seen it where two people are like identical. The or, same. So yeah. don't feel, don't feel discouraged. If you're not yeah. the same one, don't feel discouraged. But no, I, it, I, I, I do recommend though yeah. his, his, his newsletter was actually really good because it will give you, I think the website is five, the number five love languages.com. If you want to go sign yeah. up for the newsletter. All right. Um, okay. So there you go. Our there very go. first uh, in our love month. And uh, Leah's got, I'm sure, uh, a ton of great love content that she'll be posting throughout the month. You can find me on Instagram at Your Modern Therapist. And I link all of my blogs and articles and website on my profile. So you can find me on Instagram. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. And that's going to do it for today. I'm going to go get some sleep. Maybe a good night's sleep and getting back into the workflow tomorrow make me feel better. I love you. It's still, I mean, as annoying as this stupid hyperacusis is, it's always nice to sit down with you and record a podcast. So thank you so much for being here and being a part of it. Really appreciate you. And have a great Monday. See you back here tomorrow. Love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.